Hey everyone, it's Britt from Tiny Bites. Before we get into this week's episode, just a quick word from this week's sponsor. If you're listening to this, you obviously like podcasts and you probably like music too. On Spotify, you can listen to all of that in one place for free. You don't need a premium account. Spotify has a huge catalog of podcasts on every topic, including the one you're listening to right now. On Spotify, you can follow your favorite podcast so you never miss an episode, download episodes to listen to offline wherever you are. I love that for when I'm traveling. Easily share what you're listening to with your friends via Spotify's integrations with social platforms like Instagram. Just search for Tiny Bites on the Spotify app or browse podcasts in the Your Library tab and follow me so you never miss an episode of Tiny Bites. Spotify is the world's leading music streaming service and now it can be your go-to for podcasts too. You're listening to episode 38 of the Tiny Bites podcast. My name is Britt. I'm a minimalist, a simple living advocate, and a tiny house enthusiast. This podcast, Tiny Bites, explores what it means to live a tiny but wonderful life. I'm so glad you're joining me this week. Hey everyone, I hope wherever you are this week that life is treating you well. Apologies for the lack of an episode last week. The way my publishing schedule worked out, there should have been a new episode of Tiny Bites, but it was the end of the month, so I instead published a Mindful Monthly on mindful content worth consuming in October. And apologies again for the tardiness of this particular episode. I mulled over several topics earlier this week that I wanted to discuss for Tiny Bites, but none of them felt quite right, which incidentally is how I finally decided on this week's topic. Before we get into that though, I just want to say if you can hear my cat purring in the background, I'm just going to apologize for that too. She's decided to take up napping residence beside me while I record, and you'll know this if you're a cat owner, you can't really say no to your cat. So anyway, when I started to think about why nothing felt right for this week's episode, I realized it was because I'd fallen into my biannual seasonal funk. That funk is a lovely time of year when the seasons change and your body gets thrown all out of whack. The summer to fall slash winter change is always the hardest on me. It causes me to retreat into myself while I regroup and try to figure out what it is that I'm feeling. The old me had a tendency to beat myself up when I was feeling anything other than exuberantly happy, but I've been trying to cut myself some slack and lean into the fall funk and appreciate it as a time to slow down and focus. So without further ado, here's why I think tuning into ourselves seasonally is important and why I'm not trying to run away from it this year. I love fall. I really do. It's by far my favorite season. The fast, sometimes overwhelming and exciting pace of summer starts to fall away and we get to slow down and reestablish our normal routines. But fall also comes with its own challenges. The days get shorter, it's dark when we wake up, and dark again not too long after we get home from work, or at least it is where I live, in the north. It's that change that makes me want to bundle up on my couch with Netflix and a hot cup of tea more than anything else in the world. So that's what I've been doing a lot more of lately. When I start to feel the fall funk creeping over me, I normally notice it because I stop engaging in my personal relationships as much, both online and off. I haven't posted anything on my Instagram feed in over a week, which seems like a weird measure, but that's the world that we live in. I'm just disinterested in it. 
but not in an alarming my mental health is at risk kind of a way. It's just me retreating to focus on myself. So during this time, a lot of things become less important in the pursuit of checking in with myself and realigning my goals and values as we come to the end of the year. And during the fall funk, external things just become less important to me, but I know that they'll be there waiting for me when I am ready to re-engage with them in a meaningful way, and that's the key point for me in all of this. I never want anything that I do, be it in my personal life, my work life, or my blog and social life, to be done because I feel obligated to do it. And during this season especially, I'm not going to say yes to obligations unless I actually want to do them. This is probably something I need to be better at practicing all year round, but my automatic yes reaction always seems to be more tempered during the fall funk. It's almost like my brain knows what's best for me and turn, turns off the guilt and obligation centers of my brain so I can actually spend time doing things that are better for myself in the long run. The time I've spent disconnected online and off has been filled with some unproductive habits, admittedly, like Netflix. They just added the entire Twi Twilight Saga series, and I have been so into them. But at the same time, it's also been full of productive and longevity-building habits, like working out at the gym almost every day and starting to get back into cultivating a daily meditation practice. I don't know if I've been more willing to recommit to these things now that summer is over and I have the time to do them or if summer is over and now I can't go for hikes anymore and I know I need to create some more healthy habits or if refocusing my attention from other pursuits and onto myself has allowed these habits to grow. But it honestly doesn't really matter which it is because the outcome is the same. When we turn our gaze inwards on ourselves and refocus on what we need out of our lives, th some things will have to fall by the wayside. I don't think we can do quote-unquote everything. We can't have it all, at least not all at once, and I don't want to be pulled in all those directions at the same time anyway. In my life, taking time for myself has meant a renewed interest in my own health, something that far outweighs the external artificial praise we often receive from social media and that's just my experience speaking, as well as the praise that we receive from our bosses or our partners, none of that is as important as your own relationship to yourself. And But for you, taking time for yourself might mean you read a good book for five minutes a night or take some time after your kids go to sleep to reconnect with your partner over your favorite show. I think both are incredibly valid. I guess what I'm trying to get at is that you deserve to take a time out if you're in a similar fall funk. You don't owe anyone anything. If you can use this period of time as an opportunity to refocus on what's important to you, everyone in your life will be better for it when you come out the other side. So whatever your fall funk looks like, it's your way of reconnecting with yourself and your life, and there's really no wrong way to do that. That's it for this week's episode of Tiny Bites. My apologies if it was a bit of a ramble. I'm still sorting out my own fall funk, but I wanted to share what it looked like and felt like with you in case you've been experiencing something similar. I think it's a natural cyclical process, and the more we can lean into it and recognize it for what it is, not as a defect in our personalities or a personal failing, but as a time to reconnect with ourselves, the better off we'll be. So do you find yourself changing with the seasons? Is fall a time you enjoy taking some extra time for yourself? Feel free to email me at tinyambitionsblog at gmail.com 
or leave a comment over on the blog at tinyambitions.com. I hope you have an awesome week. See you next time.